looking forward to your destiny, or are you afraid of your fate? What's the difference? I think you're going to be surprised to know the truth, which will lead to your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, joy-filled, ecstatic, kinetic believers. I'm Stephen Kenyon. Welcome back. Glad you could join us. Email address is kineticbelief at stephenkenyon.com if you've got any questions or comments. stephenkenyon.com is the website. Well, greetings, Miss Megan. Greetings, sir. How are you today? Oh, I'm fantabulous. Yeah, good weekend? Great weekend. What, got- is, what is a weekend? What, what is what one What does that anyway? even mean anymore? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that true? What is life? It's all uh, one big weekend now, isn't yes. it? Well, I got to tell you, you know, I really enjoyed this morning yeah? thinking about where we're going to go horseback riding. Ooh, I love that. Love horseback riding. Mm. We, yeah. we we both love the Your Way area of Southern uh, Colorado. Yes. And Near uh, Telluride. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful area and just Beautiful. to ride horses up through there. Or, of course... The energetics of Sedona, Arizona. Mm, beautiful. Love it. Spirited within positivity. The West, the American West. Oh, it is so rich. It's so beautiful. It's not a lot of grass in Sedona, though. But it's it, it, there is, though. It, it's just it's, weird. It's like it's it has these weird boundaries. It'll be lush and green. Then all of a sudden, you're just in the red rocks with just desert. It's kind of, I think that's kind of cool, though. Well, I'm thinking about, you know, having the horses standing around in a... In a pile a, of dirt. Little, standing on, on a bunch of sand. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, keep them moving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I love about horseback riding? What? Is it really tells you a lot about yourself. Because if you've ever gotten genuinely thrown off of a horse and you've gotten back on, you're you're amazing. Well, now, what you is it? You know that. Isn't that true? Get back on the horse. But let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be genuinely thrown from a horse versus just being thrown from a horse? Well, I've seen people um, just never, who have never been on one and the horse just sort of starts trotting uh, and they sort of just like slip off to the that, side. Or, or it's the one who hops up on one side and goes right off the yeah, other. Yeah, you know, I'm talking about... I was thrown from a horse. I'm talking about your horse. You're in the woods. <laughs> no, the aren't. horse is spooked. It takes off like a yeah. rocket. And at some point... Ever done that? Oh, yeah. Yes. Trees whizzing by my head. No. Is this the moment my life ends? Be careful. (laughs) But I got back on and rode back to the barn, so I know that about myself. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Well, today, (laughs) we're talking about destiny versus fate. What? (laughs) Speaking of being thrown from the horse. (laughs) Destiny versus fate. You know, I've got a strong unction within my spirit. To address a question from one of our listeners in the Netherlands, Vincent. Vincent. Hey, Hello, Vincent. Vincent. Vincent asked about the relationship between being in control of our lives as co-creative kinetic believers okay. and the life path, our destinies, according to our creator. Wow. What a great question. Or as, as Vincent put it, the destiny that God mapped out for us versus mm. what we think we want. Isn't And that's a great question because it's easy to just say something, but then as you're living your life and things are happening and they're moving, they're flowing and it's everything's liquid, you start to wonder, well, what was that? Where did that come from? Was that me? Was that God? Is that what? Did I really want that? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what God wanted for me? Yeah. I mean, but it's true. I mean, you just right. don't, it, it can be uh 
confusing. So how do we know the difference? Mm. In other words, Vincent asked, um, when things are not going the way that he would like them to go, what is his part in manifesting and what is the part of the intelligence that creates the worlds? And but then Vincent also asked, he said, well, now, when things don't work out as I would like them to, he said that it makes me wonder if he's got some kind of resistance going on energetically, resistance that's preventing his desire from manifesting. Because he said that um, he does have, if he's got within himself resistance, Vincent said sometimes he just doesn't see what that resistance could be. He's gone through the thought processes and he just can't identify it. And so all of these together, these are some wise questions. Well, they are. And, and as you're laying them out for us, it's just resonating that, that we all have these questions. As we go through our life, these these are sort of the nuts and bolts. The um, You're getting down to sort of like the microscopic level of, of how all of this is supposed to work and how it does work. Without understanding, there is confusion and we just remain mm. uh, in, a, in a place of being tossed to and fro and just circumstances can kick our butts mm, that, if we don't know how to handle these things that's a great point that knowing how this works it's obviously going to to bolster our belief in our manifesting power and that velocity well so these questions are going to today they're going to lead us to understanding and so that we will know that you know what first of all people do perish where there is no understanding and so let's gain some wisdom right now concerning fate drop some knowledge here it comes fate and destiny okay so often we confuse people confuse fate with destiny and they you know the two different things and it's i see them being interchanged all the time there is a difference between the two a lot of people have come to understand fate and and really destiny interchangeably and so we'll hear someone saying things like well you know they met their fate mm. <laughs> oh no or or they'll say things like well you know it must have been his destiny to become wealthy <laughs> Well, so let's allow understanding to become us right yeah. now. Where there is enlightenment, wisdom opens clearings for advancing our best lives forward. So we can't get enough of it. There is a bit to unwrap here for Vincent. By the way, love the email. Great questions. And thank you for sharing with us. But um, I think we can unwrap all of this during this podcast today. So what are you doing for the rest of the day, Meg? <laughs> I, I'm free. I'm, I'm isolated, <laughs> well, yet free. We, we'll get to it. I'll pencil you in between staring out the window and... Um, <laughs> it is nice out, and you can see the mountains. <laughs> and writing in my journal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. You stay right here. Right. Yep. All right. Let's understand fate. What is our fate? Okay. First, first of all, words are things. And as we understand them to be, we create our realities. And so the word and the thing, fate, it comes from the Latin word fatum, meaning that which has been spoken, fate, that which has been spoken. So we know that all of creation from quantum research is sustained by an original thought. And the God particle creates forms from the blueprinted bias of the creator, that that substance of creation, the imagination, the blueprint that existed before the Big Bang. The Higgs boson is the, it's the creative particle that is responsible for creating mass where there hadn't been anything. It permeates all of space-time continuum. And so the original creative bias for all things imagined in the universe as it would be, as it is, and as it will be to come. And uh, that original creative bias 
was slung into existence and then the universe became and all things therein are. The energetics of thoughts, which when desired, become inner dialogue and then by choice become words and then words become things. Fate is that which has been spoken. Mm. Now, down through the ages of time, uh, of the created human being, fate has been understood to be associated with predestination. Big yeah. word. Yeah. Predestination. So much confusion around predestination or predetermined destiny is what a lot of people say for life experience of, of spiritual beings, for all human beings. Which really denotes it's outside of your control. Outside of your control, yeah. Just the objective reality around us. Yeah. The predetermined destiny for all of us in the natural realm. The immutable unchanging kinetic belief of the creator uh, of the universe has commonly been defined as the natural order of things which cannot be changed within the universe regardless of what human beings may desire think imagine or how hard we might try to do that the Romans and the ancient Greeks believed in the three fates, and these were three goddesses, and they were called the Atropos, the Lachesis, and the Clotho. It was believed the three fates had the role of determining every human being's ultimate life path. Now, the problem with this understanding is that regardless of the outcome of a spiritual being's life, whether it's tragically aligned with negative source energetics and it just goes off course, away from the original genius of purpose, or if the life path was aligned with the positive energetics, which lead to protection and wisdom and the fruitful advancement of the mind, body, spirit, and soul. Now, a life of abundance and prosperity, happiness, peace, and joy. Um, these are the two pathways that you know the understanding of fate can lead us down. The difficult issue here, the problem is, is that fate... When understood in this manner as a random sequencing of events, has negative connotations in it, produces victims out of the co-creative creators, out of, out of human beings who possess the inherent authority and who possess dominion in order to be able to think and speak and act and believe to manifest their circumstantial experiences. So within the creative ability of subjective reality, Individuals who experience loss, victimization, um, lack, fear, often believe that fate is the cause of that. Whatever happens to you, well, that was fate. A bad mm -hmm. thing happens, well, that was fate. Well, I won the lottery, well, that's fate. <laughs> or actually, that's destiny. <laughs> and what is it? Negative source energetics, uh, pessimism, anxiety, all of those things, th those are beliefs that fate has, the fate has been sealed you know, it's it, that was that was your lot in life that was supposed to happen to you. Well, we've heard the expression, "Oh, well, it was a fate worse than death." Well, come on. Look, this understanding it comes from a belief that fate is perhaps negative and it's even undesirable. So, the kinetic believer approaches our understanding of fate from the highest viewpoint of this. Fate is what happens when we fail to align our kinetic beliefs with the genius of purpose that defines us individually and uniquely. Fate is what happens to us 
when we don't actively pursue each day with purposeful thought forms as the substance of our desires. In other words, according to negative energetics, which also attracts like kind, fate is what one believes about themselves in alignment with what others are telling them, what other people are defining them as. When, well, when, when one asks other people for their opinion for making life choices, choices regarding their original genius of purpose, and when they follow the advice as courses for action, they're molding themselves according to those expectations, and then they find the, the purpose through observation rather than looking within. So are you saying that um, it, it sounded like you were saying that fate is always negative? Fate has been defined as being negative therefore the subjective reality of fate is just that it's when something bad happens that's the fate and so that's how we understand it and understand right. fate because that's what we call it that, because that's what that's we call not, it but that's not necessarily what it is that's exactly because it's yes. uh that which has been spoken so it's really a self-fulfilling prophecy it's a measure it's a measurement of failures and, uh, and, and so the action of observations, and that's what we're talking about, is the way we observe life, reality around us, measurements, judgments, competitiveness, every motivation construed by getting out of your lane is formed from fear, fear of not having enough, fear of losing what one has, anxiety, worry, all those things. Remember, worry is just meditating on fear. It's meditating on regrets. All of these attitudes result in human beings handing over their creative authority to the control, to the authority of other people, and to outside circumstances. In other words, human beings handing over the reins of their control, they're handing over the authority of their imaginative subjective beliefs, and in return, their circumstances evolve out of their, out of their control, and then whatever happens to them is fate. Hmm. Wow. So it, can you make fate work for you or is it just always this uh, sort of default negative? Oh, well, <laughs> you know, well, when we, when we make fate work for us, now all of a sudden it becomes something different. Now we're understanding it as destiny. Destiny has been understood in, in also many different ways, but destiny has evolved to be understood collectively as something that is desired. It is most often a positive energetic. So fate, look at it as a negative energetic. Positive, uh, destiny is a positive energetic. So destiny comes from the Latin destinare, meaning that which has been firmly established. And so those who misunderstand fate... And that's what we're talking about is the misunderstanding of fate. What I've been telling or what we've been talking about with fate is not the actual definition. It is the misunderstanding. So those who misunderstand fate will also typically misunderstand destiny as something which has been predetermined. So what's the accurate definition of fate oh. as, it's, as it's understood? The accurate definition of fate is going to be what we call it, what our subjective reality is. Look, as a creator, every human being created in the image of the creator with authority and dominion on the earth within this universe, with the ability to imagine mm -hmm. and then to speak and then to act in alignment with the trifecta of their kinetic belief will then attract the substance of their beliefs, manifesting their destiny, which is something each one of us can actively shape, we can actively alter, and we can actively change. So when we get into the semantics of definitions that the 
collective have titled different things, mm-hmm. and we try to define ourselves with these various definitions, that's where we run into trouble. You have to start with the core correct definition to even have a conversation about it really to have the wisdom yeah um so with fate for just for example so um let's say i'm be- i'm single and i'm believing for a life mate someone to fall in love with and i meet that person and we do fall in love and it's wonderful and i was speaking it and believing for it and i i say to that person oh i love you it, our meeting was fate that's accurate and your according to your subjective belief that was accurate and also get this if you believe that the tragic accident of someone you care about was their fate, then that is your subjective belief and, and true according to that. But now here's the problem you run into. If you start to believe that a, when a bad thing happens to you, it was supposed to happen and it's out of your control and it's going to happen anyway. That's where our lives go off rail and become this huge conglomerate of disaster one after another. Things happening to us, we're victims mm-hmm. of our... Um, uh, wayward beliefs, which are are being tossed to and fro and by the opinions and thoughts of other people. They're being formed and shaped by negative energetics, positive energetics, what they say, what they say, what I think one day, and then what I emotionally feel like the next day. It's forever changing if we are not locked in like a laser and not being moved off of what we know to be true then we'll just remain victims in this life. That's a really good point, though, that this idea that we change, that we, we kind of fudge the definition of things to sort of fit what we want. You know, oh, it, it was positive, so that was fate. I made that happen, but it was it was negative, so, oh, I'm the victim, and it just happened to me. Um, locking, like you're saying, locking ourselves into the definition that fate is that which has been spoken, full stop. It's not, you know, the universe picking on you. That is that that's a, a quick way of saying something that still remains complicated until we keep peeling this back a sure. little bit. Yeah. So, again, many people think that whatever happens is fate. They also believe it was uh, predestined for them to experience that. And so what happens is we just hand the reins of our lives over to so-called fate. Whatever happens is supposed to happen mm-hmm. to me. Because after all, all things are out of my control unless I get lucky and control something. Or, or unless I say it and I speak it. And then it, the good thing happens because I manifested it. But wait a minute. Why is this manifesting that I didn't <laughs> speak it? Well, that was and... your fate. Uh-oh. Jeez. What a wreck. It's a total mess, isn't we're gonna, it? We're going to need a, like an elevator music intermission. Well, I'm going to get the broom. We're going to clean all of this up, and it's going to make sense. I promise. I think, I, I believe that. Okay. So it will. Got it. So unlike the fate that we're defining here, there is the powerful dynamic element of the kinetic unchanging immutable belief the choice in destiny so kinetic believers understand that you know what when we look within when we look within ourselves to fearlessly and unconditionally love the genius of our purpose the creative attributes of our passions when we adhere to and rely on these qualities and when we begin creating the highest viewpoints With this unwavering determination, a conviction, there is an article of faith built upon courage, built upon determination, unwavering determination, enduring patience, and unconditional love. We are in control of our destiny. I'm receiving the, the unction within my spirit right now. Somebody is asking, then what is my destiny? 
<laughs> I love that they're I yelling that. it. I heard that no, no, they were yelling it. So, so I'm going to answer it with the same vocal intensity. It's perfection. Look, there are no spiritual birth defects. Every human being comes into the natural with the perfect ability to advance their lives toward perfected completion. Destiny is intimately aligned with our ultimate life path and path for perfection. Our beliefs, our subjective realities, without exception, shapes our destinies. We have the authority and we have the dominion to either um, leave our lives up to the accident of fate. In other words, whatever happens, happens. You know, this is true in a universe governed by cause and effect. Cause is a current of effect. Cause can be replaced, but it cannot be removed. We've heard the saying, which is pure negative source energetic. Well, it is what it is. I can't stand that. It is what it... No, it's not. That comes from the vernacular of the accidental life. Victims of circumstances. People who believe themselves to be circumstantially reactive to whatever they see going on. Well, what are you going to do today? Well, I don't know. i got to see what happens to me first. It's actually, it is what I say it is. That's right. Our creator... The substance of unconditional love created us within an expanding universe in order to be able to advance our mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. This is the abundant, perfected life. We don't have to, but we get to. It's a choice. The genius of our creation is for each one of us to discover and agree with by aligning ourselves with it. The purposeful kinetic believer unwaveringly adheres to and relies upon love. We believe life. We believe health. We believe prosperity. We believe joy. We believe these things, and we manifest optimistic happiness as a result. Belief is the fundamental root to all of abundant human life, purposeful belief, the mindful mindset and the meditative pursuit for aligning our deepest inner selves, that which we find when we look within, away from the noise of the world, away from whoever is hammering next door to us a few minutes ago, <laughs> away from the, the confinement of opinions and judgments, we consciously develop according to our destiny, our good destiny, and we advance emotionally and mentally and spiritually within the natural and then ultimately beyond once we leave here. So are you, um, are we talk? are you sort of like illuminating destiny for us right now? This idea that, that destiny is more rooted in, in the creation, original source purpose of our identity. Destiny is what we choose it to be. And what we do as kinetic believers is we align our purposeful lives in a manner that will give us the experience of a perfected destiny while we're here in the land of the living. If, um, so if we're defining fate as that which has been spoken, and then we're also sort of defining destiny as this choice that we're making, what is the defining difference between the two? Well, we understand from that which we understand that fate is what happens when we don't take responsibility for our lives. Destiny is what happens when we determine once and for all, we will not align ourselves with negative energetics, but we instead develop an inner conviction 
to commit, to advance, to learn, to fearlessly take chances without trepidation according to our highest viewpoints for life. So what we're doing up to this point, Meg, is we're just defining fate according to the dictates and standards of the uh, general consciousness, the, the, uh, the form that uh, the collective have given as a definition for the word fate. Fate is what happens to us when we don't take responsibility for our lives. It was not predestined in that sense. And I'll get into predestination here in a moment so we can better understand, I think, what, uh, where that confusion comes from. So again, understand fate. And we, under, we need to understand this so that we don't take the, the, what happens to us as it, uh, something that's supposed to happen to us when it's a negative. And by the same, uh, in the same manner, don't take what happens to you that happens in a good way as a good thing, as something that was supposed to happen, unless it was according to your uh, kinetic beliefs and expectations. So, look, we also, we've got the wisdom, we have the understanding that when we allow influencers to dictate our lives, fate is what happens Fate happens to us when we are allowing our lives to be led around by influencers, by anything outside of ourselves, the objective reality that's around us. We understand that, you know what, we allow influencers to redirect our destinies, that we should choose by arguing with them. We do it when we debate them. We do it by being upset with other people. When we, when we become upset, that is just spiritually giving away our control. It gives away our dominion to someone else to lord over us, to guide our lives. Well, let's discuss predetermination for a moment. Probably, maybe we should have started off here. But to help us to understand predestination and where some of the confusion is in regards to, well, was this, is this supposed to happen to me according to my creator? Was I put here in, in, on the, the earth to, to uh, build a house here and be consumed by a tsunami last year? Was that, that my purpose for living? Because it did happen to me after all. So no less, let's discuss predetermination and, uh, a lot of people call predetermination predestination. Predestination or predetermination, both, both of those come from the perspective of the creative bias, which was and is before the Big Bang. And through the most powerful force in the universe, God created all that there is. All that there is in the seen universe. And from the perspective of God, our life paths whether we allow them to be accidental or by choice, was seen and observed by our Creator before time. So again, we want to understand right here as we're moving forward that the, there is a, a contradiction in the, the terms of fate. There's a contradiction in the terms of destiny. There's a con contradiction within the terms of even predestination. There's just this hodgepodge of misunderstanding when we get into predestination, uh, the life that we're living. And that's where becoming a kinetic believer cleans all this mess up. And fate and destiny are really not two different things. It's just people say when something bad happens, they've defined it as fate. And when something good happens, they've defined it as destiny. And that kind of understanding will lead to us being victims in this life. So let's continue to move forward and understand that, you know what, from our creator's perspective, from outside of the constraints of time, your life, my life, the lives of every human being that's ever lived, our choices 
have been predestined. In other words, every possible choice that we could ever make ourselves are within the expectations of our Creator. It's like every move on a chessboard seems endless, Mm -hmm. but they're finite. Our choices are not pre-controlled like many would believe. The things that happen to us are not pre-controlled like many will believe. But they are observed by God. They are observed by the Creator that's defined everything within the definable universe. So from where we are located within this universe, there are infinite possibilities in this life. Infinite from our perspective and from within the substance of quantum entanglement. Random possibilities. Let's bring it down to the the microscopic compared to the greater universe. Imagine a fish tank, and you put a little fish in there. Well, the, that fish can swim this this direction. It could go in this direction. It, to the fish, it seems like there's this endless choice of possibilities of which direction it's going to swim around in. But from our perspective, looking at the fish tank, well, it's very finite. We know that the fish can go in all these different directions. Therefore, it's predestined or predetermined by us that it can stay within this fish tank. That's the choice of the fish. But from where the fish is, it's got this endless life of possibilities of swimming around. So from where we're located within the universe, there are these infinite possibilities in this life, infinite from our perspective and from, again, quantum entanglement, random possibilities from our perspective with quantum entanglement. However, we've been created in the image of the universal creative bias of God. So what is our place in all of this? Well, as kinetic believers, look, we fulfill our destiny by consciously directing a stream of positive energetics in our lives in a certain direction, in alignment with our Creator's desire for us to advance toward perfected completion. Now, to our ego, this means that we have control to means. Uh, uh, we, we have control to, to have choices. We have control over our lives. But objectively, which means outside of our subjective beliefs, there is no such thing as control or choice because the concept of you and me, it doesn't exist outside of us. I think it was really important for us to understand, too, that uh, destiny and fate are, in a sense, this, really the same thing, but they've been defined by other yeah. people as these, you know, one's positive, one's good, one's bad, right. one's happening That's to right. you, one is, de- you know, predetermined for you. But what's interesting is that all of those uh, misinformation definitions really take all of the responsibility off of us and that's completely wrong and it is what we say and it is what we believe and it is what we manifest um i'm interested though to see what you are going to say about the the role that the creator the universe does play in how all of this works out because it is sort of this partnership the way that we live manifestation isn't just the singular entity that we're experiencing within our own life you know, so where does that come in? Where does that outside source connect with us, um, good or bad? Finding a way to align ourselves with the best desires of our Creator is the beginning of choosing the destiny which leads to our best lives. Uh, and you're absolutely correct. That is exactly that's the problem, and that's where we what we run into when we begin to try to subjectively believe for our best lives, and then something happens, and then we're confused because well, I've always heard that that's something bad. Well, that's got to be my fate. I was predestined for this accident. 
Something good happens. Well, look what I did. I manifested mm-hmm. this great thing into my life. And well, that must have been my destiny after all. And would you say, would you say that we're going forward under this assumption that the creator only wants good things for us? That is not an assumption that is correct. And we know that even in quantum mechanics, the universe is advancing. You look at the tree and it moves and it grows toward life, Mm -hmm. light. Um, All things are advancing. Life advances. In negative energetics, life and and existence decays. It diminishes. And that's why it seems like that would be why our original source purpose and energy is only good is only positive that's that's what we're always trying to tap into now and our sense of awareness where we only exist the awareness of self only exists in our minds while subjectively according to our subjective beliefs according to our ego according to our god-given sense of awareness Mm -hmm. we have control and we have this infinite variety of choices within our control Vincent, if you're still there, to to back to your <laughs> to your question, I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten you, my friend. Is this thing on? Yeah. <laughs> Regarding being in control of your life as a kinetic believer, while at the same time being under the the paradoxical control of your Creator, you asked, well, "What about what about the life that God has mapped out for me?" How do, how do I understand when things are not going the way that I want them to go? What is my part? And what is the part of my creator? What is God's part? Who's, who's in control of, of our lives after all? Look, when things don't work out like Vincent would like them to, he said that he immediately starts thinking about, what is it within me that's causing this resistance? Is it the creator? Is it God? Is it, is it me that's resisting this good thing from coming into my life? Vincent, just like every other human being, was dynamically and beautifully made as an individual, unlike any other person that's ever lived. Vincent is a creative co-creator, created in the image of God, created within the, with the authority and the dominion to use his faith and change his circumstances. Vincent has the authority to use kinetic belief unwaveringly in order to live his best life in alignment with his original genius of purpose. What is Vincent's original genius of purpose, he might be asking. It's his God-given creative aptitudes. The answer to the question regarding Vincent's will versus the perfect will of his creator is paradoxical in that, first of all, Vincent is in complete control of his life. Vincent and and you, Miss Maggie, and myself and everybody else is in complete control of our lives. We were created with the ability to choose our realities, to choose what we will believe. We can believe what we imagine to fear, or we can believe what we imagine to positively advance our lives toward. In other words, when things don't go as we would like for them to go, we've been imagining what we don't like. The resistance of negative energetics is present. What we don't like has become a desire. Not a positive desire, but it's a negative desire. There is is no time limit on adhering to what we choose to desire in alignment with our highest viewpoints for adventure. In other words, if we're willing to stand forever for what we desire, we will never stand for long. Every human being 
came into the natural, created with the ability to choose their beliefs from within the sense of self. And so it is imperative that we proactively, purposefully journal our holistic lives in order to assume responsibility for our destinies. If we believe we can fail, if we believe that I'm not getting what I want, or if we believe that I might not get what I want, I might not get what I've been journaling. What if this good thing doesn't, I may not become healed. I might not become wealthy. I'm going to try to become, but what happens if I don't? Well, that didn't work out. I didn't get the million dollar check by the end of the month, like I believed I would. So I must have failed. What is it if we believe we can fail? Failure is a choice. Failure is in our vernacular, even while we're believing for success. So if we believe that we may fail, the resistance of failure remains a possibility. You know, this topic of does our creator have a very specific step-by-step journey predestined, mapped out for us? And I think that's an interesting topic because a lot of us, I know that that, that information, that, that idea that the creator has, has mapped that out for us, it's in our mind whether we know it's there or not. It's just sort of this like idea that that's what the creator has done, right? And so I think it's really interesting that you're almost giving us the sense that it's not that he's mapped out step by step this life that, you know, we're not mice in a maze, but he just has this general um, desire for good things to happen to us and for us to live our best life. And it's a it's a co-creation, it's not, you know, peasants and a king. Pos- I don't know how else to say that's that. That's well put. Positive energetics are existing in the same realm as negative energetics. We were predestined to be immersed into both with choice. Mm. We're predestined to be able to choose. That's predestination. Wow. We are predestined with the ability to choose. What is failure? But when a creative creator believes they may fail. Mm-hmm. You're predestined to make the choice. How do you reconcile bad things, seemingly bad things happening in your life when you have only been pursuing the positive source energetics? I have remained, um, I have remained aligned with the possibility of bad things happening. And what is a bad thing that happens except something that I've labeled as bad? What is bad? What is good? That's a good point because when something shows up and you assume that it's negative and you assume that it's bad, um, that's There's not... Assumption is what? Uh, it's a belief. Right, right. I believed it to be bad, but now look, the kinetic believer sees that all things are working together for my good. All things are. So if all yeah. things are working together for my good, all things that may be, you know, what one person calls bad, another may call good. So there's outside of me, that's just the, an objective reality that I haven't uh, adopted mm-hmm. as my subjective beliefs. So there's no good. There's no bad. It's just me within. It's all good. How, and so all things yeah. are working together for my good. How powerful too. This is sort of like, in my mind, this is next level not living by what you see. This is sort of the elite version of that because something that really overtly looks negative and horrible can show up in your life. And yet it's still just a thing waiting to see what you're going to call it. Waiting to see what you, because once you call it, then you've consumed it. It's become part of you. You defined it. Once you've become anxious about it, once you've considered it, once you've argued with it, once you became fearful of that, Mm. you've adopted, you've adapted to that and you've made the essence of that spiritual energetic part of yourself. Wow. Mm. Never, ever, ever underestimate conviction. Never underestimate the power of our creative, unwavering articles of faith, our, un, our articles of belief. 
As long as we consciously yearn to grow, to spiritually evolve, and gain wisdom, we're fulfilling our destiny by showing up in alignment with positive energetics on our life path to expand and advance and become more. You know, something throughout this teaching today that is sort of washing me over me in, in you know, larger quantities right now is this concept that we should not put ourselves below the creator in our minds because he, he, it, the entity, whatever you want to call it, the creator, she, she <laughs> we, most, right? them, <laughs> all the pronouns, yes. but the creator has by creating us with what you called, which I loved how you, how you said that you said the, the predestined thing is the choice. The fact that we can choose is our, is our predestined destiny. Yes. Um, so by doing that, the creator has really put us on that even plane with the creator as a co-creator. It's not a sub-creator, it's a co-creator. And so I think a lot of times in our minds, we sort of diminish ourselves and we need to lift that visual of who we really are, the control we really have up to that next level uh, as a yeah. co-creator. Take responsibility, right? What would it be? To, what, what, what kind of creator would we be if we were in a universe where we could only create one thing? Are you still a creator? Well, that's not being creative. Right. If there's not, if there's not success or failure, what we call failure, Choice. if those aren't two choices, yeah. then, then we're not creative. Right. So he, it, God, <laughs> the cre our creator yeah. gave us this, all these tools, all these choices so that we could experience what it means to be a creator. Wow. Wow. To fall off of my chair. Well, if I fall off my chair and land on the floor right now, mm -hmm. was that my predestination? <laughs> was that, did, did, did my creator determine that to be my life when I came into the natural that I'm going to fall from this chair? Or was it predestined that I could make the choice or, or choose the proper way to sit in a chair so that I wouldn't fall and experience the success of my <laughs> creative choice in right. alignment with my destiny to live my best life and sit here in the chair. Well, and how much more obvious would this be to us if there wasn't that gestation period of manifesting a thing, of attracting a thing? If you quite literally said something and poof, the moment you speak it, it shows up. Oh, we would be hyper aware of the real power that we have. But it's this gestation time of a belief becoming you know into the present into the physical that you know can... it's that's right it's not until our beliefs are challenged by other possibilities that mm. we truly become like our creator i love that because that's if good. you remove the other possibilities then are we really creative right no but if, if we're wanting to achieve our highest viewpoints the thought forms for the law of attraction to be able to manifest our best lives we begin by developing in our self-awareness Outside of perfected self-awareness, nothing is actually going the way we want them to go anyway. <laughs> I need that t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the world is in opposition to us. Think about it. It's a noisy highway of thought forms, of negative energetics, of all yeah. these opposing viewpoints. Wow, you know what that's making me think of is um, the progression of of the invention of flight because at the very beginning when you look at how they were attempting to fly to make a what they didn't know was then an airplane it, they were sort of trying to fight gravity they were they were thinking how can we overcome gravity to fly but then when it finally worked they said how can we harness the power of gravity to fly mm -hmm. and that's sort of the same thing here is that it really is what you call it you know one sect said gravity's bad gravity's negative it's pulling us down and the other said 
this is going to work for us. This is going to work. We can use this to our advantage. Great example. What what happened? They changed their inner dialogue. Yeah. They changed the way that they were thinking right. about flight. The force didn't change. That's correct. Their mindset Their mind, changed. their subjective reality, their, their inner dialogue yeah. changed. Then yeah. their thought forms and their highest viewpoints for flight changed. Mm-hmm. And then the words that they were speaking changed to align with their thoughts. Yeah. And then their actions aligned right. with their words, which were in alignment with their thoughts. All of a sudden, they were in the trifecta of perfected kinetic belief. And now, it, it really is being revealed how you began this podcast, you know, destiny and fate, and how the misinformation of definitions of those two words that are we now know are pretty much the same thing, um, but those definitions can make or break you. Absolutely. Again, confusion. We have to have wisdom and enlightenment. The world around us, it's spiraling with all these vortexes of negative energetics. They're everywhere. Turn on the television if you don't believe me. (laughs) Positive (laughs) energetics everywhere. Broken, confused, things, you know, like if you could see them, tornadoes going back and forth, left and right, up and down, all around. The positive energetics of our advancing holistic life is purely defined from within. The rest is a mess. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's really just interesting to me that I st- I'm feeling, I'm feeling as you're, as you're teaching us today, that I've been underestimating my real creative power. You know, I say, I believe I'm a creator and I know that I can manifest things. I, I believe all that and I work it and I live it. But then there's sort of this, extra elite level of how you see yourself again it's a co-creator not a sub-creator understanding the genuine depth of the role that you play in your own life and in creating your own reality is it's it's like we just need to go deeper with that we need to have that higher level of understanding when you stand in the mirror of self how many other people are standing there beside of you right what are you really looking at now when we look around and we see that Things are not going the way we want them to go. We're still living by what we see. See from within. Look within. And the law of attraction will change your circumstances to align from where you're looking. When things around us don't work out like we want them to work out, we're just observing the negative results of that thing. This is the process of attracting negative energetics, Mm -hmm. otherwise understood as resistance. Yeah like Vincent was talking about. Well, and this is all sort of predicated on this idea that we like to think we know everything, and in the scheme of things, we know nothing. It's just our actual awareness of what's really going on in our life is so finite, and it's so small. And so, you know, when your business goes under, and it seems like it's just the worst thing that could ever happen, but then you wake up two months later, and you finally can breathe, and you're you're finally stress-free, and you have sort of come out from under the burden of what this, ho- this horrible business was. You didn't even realize you were trapped. So what seemed like it was just this, this terrible, terrible moment in your life, it's actually, I mean, you just, you don't know, you can't, we can't see everything. Well, and that's why it's so vital that we look within to see it all. The wisdom, the wisdom of advancement, the wisdom of success is within. It's when we look around at the negative energetics of what we consider to be bad or failure, we are so off base because we're trying to understand what we're seeing that's failing. It's almost like you're telling us, that in the life of a kinetic believer, there is no bad. There is no failure. It's only good because you say it's good. And that's going to generate a final destination outcome of good, of positivity, because you called it that. 
because even in you, that moment. That is exactly right. The kinetic believer only moves and advances according to those positive energetics, according to the subjective beliefs of that kinetic believer. Mm. Anything that's not in alignment with our best expectations is not allowed to exist within the subjective beliefs of the kinetic believer. Imagine a universe where there's nothing missing and there's nothing broken. In this universe, everything is perfect in every direction. Outside of you, the objective reality is perfect. Your subjective reality is perfect because everything outside of you is perfect. All awareness in this universe is perfect. There is no such thing as fear in this place. Nothing negative. No negative source energetics are in this universe. There's no lack. Look, there's no reason to be anxious for nothing. Anxious for nothing at all. There, there's, in fact, Megan, there's no sickness in this universe. There's no disease here. There's no poverty in this universe. Imagine that universe. In this universe, uh, we can, we're not able to think about anything that's rooted in fear because fear doesn't exist here. Now, imagine you travel from your perfect universe. You get in your perfect little Cosmo aircraft, <laughs> spacecraft. It'll soon be an aircraft when you come in here. But, okay. All right, so you travel and you transplant yourself into this one. Hold on, slow down now before you dismount your vehicle. Wait a minute. Don't change what you will allow yourself to align with. You just came from your perfect universe. Just because there are now two choices in this universe, it doesn't mean that you have to begin aligning with the negative source choices just because they're there to choose. Unless you want to become a victim, unless you would like to have some excuses for failure, Unless you need a reason to be sick or to fail, keep your perspective and only align your choices with that of positive energetics, just like it was in the universe you came from. Within the reality of your perfect universe, if you were not wired to align yourself with negative source energetics because they didn't exist, you would not even know what it means for things to not work out. There would be no, there's no, it doesn't exist from the place you came from. This is the life. This is the pursuit, like you were saying, of the kinetic believer who is enjoying days here in the land of the living in this broken universe by constructing uh, your subjective reality by observing your chosen articles of faith from within, according to the universe that you came from. You're going to reconstruct that reality by not mm -hmm. adhering to anything that would not fit into your perfect universe. How do we do it? We do it by not paying attention to anything that does not agree with our articles of faith that we constructed in the universe we came from. Regardless of how loud or angry or demanding our neighbors are or the boss is or the, the parent is or the bully online is, that stuff doesn't matter. Something may be loudly demanding our attention and we've made up our mindsets. So guess what? That settles the matter for our lives. You know, it's interesting too, something that's sort of bubbling up to the surface in this in the podcast today for me is is the realization that you know when we talk about manifesting a thing a lot of times we really focus on things we focus on the relationship the the house the car the money whatever we're trying to manifest but 
you know, a genu- when you're a true kinetic believer, you realize that that manifestation process, it's also preparing you personally to enjoy the thing, to receive the thing. Um, for example, you know, we, we at one point lived in a 7,000 square foot home. Is that how big it was? Yeah. Oh my word. No, thank you. First of all, but I had to learn that about myself. I learned that that's not a dream home for I got me. I'm so tired of watching you sweep. <laughs> He <laughs> started one in, but you know, but it's just, it's funny. But at the same time, it's like that process of living there. I learned so much about what I genuinely want, what I personally want. And that heart's desire of a true utopic place to live. Um, but you just don't quite know what's going to come from an experience good or seemingly bad. So it's not just about manifesting the stuff. You're also sort of manifesting the you that will know what you want and can enjoy that thing in the future. And it's just an interesting spiritual versus physical manifestation. Well, that's a great point because you're going right back to, um, you know, the 7,000 square foot house. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Right. Well, it just depends right on your subjective on and you your desire. And knowing yourself. That's right. Knowing what's looking right where, for you. Looking within. Looking within. Looking not within. Not through the catalog. Not through what somebody else is living in. Yeah. But you're looking within. Within. Yeah. You know, William Shakespeare said that it's not in the stars to hold our destiny, but in ourselves. I misheard you for a minute and really thought you said William Shatner. <laughs> Same thing. Right. He's a poet. <laughs> Oh Shakespeare Shatner. Uh, look, no. Destiny is for <laughs> living today. Set the desire of your soul ablaze. You know, what absolutely thrills you when we talk about looking within? Mm-hmm. What is it that excites you? Yeah. What do you deeply admire and enjoy imagining yourself to do? What is it that you imagine that would fulfill you and fearlessly be honest with yourself? Only you can answer these questions for you. Choose wisely who you would surround yourself with. Because, look, it's vital that they inspire you. They, these people, they've got to be those who encourage you. And, of course, you them. That they celebrate, that they champion you as you do them. Understand that, you know what, judgmental people feed into the negative energetics of self-doubt that may be located within all of us. And so when surrounded by these critics... The unsupported people will tell you how to live your life. These influencers will absolutely lead you down the wrong life path. As a kinetic believer, align yourself with the absolute of positive energetics. Imagine to take the substance of your best lives, of your best beliefs, back to the perfect universe that we've imagined. Don't identify with negative influencers. You're, you're mastering your own universe here. It's vital to remove yourself from direct access and contact. After all, you're, you are, as a kinetic believer, going through each day now, now, rewilding yourself away from these negative influencers. You're becoming undomesticated according to their expectations. The bold, unwavering, unapologetic kinetic believer seeks out inspiring and, and loving friends. As a kinetic believer, we understand that to be in a comfort zone, quote unquote, it's not necessarily a vortex of positive energetics. Comfort actually means familiar to experiential knowledge. That's all it means. Well, good for you. It's to incorrectly position ourselves within the round robin familiar way of life. You're in a comfort zone. Your destiny of adventure, your life path, it shouldn't look the same year after year. 
It should feel refreshing. It should feel new. By journaling from your highest viewpoints and your manifesting journal, you move from your comfort zone. We have to be willing to walk away from who we are in order to become who we want to be. Life's greatest advances, they occur when we make bold decisions. Kinetic believers, we journal our holistic best lives with the understanding that, you know what, the abundant destiny requires making unbelievable leaps of faith. When we land on the other side of that, the unbelievable, it then becomes manifestations of our boldest kinetic beliefs. Now, you may be thinking that you just don't want to do this by yourself. Look, you don't have to. Ask those closest to you right now to align their highest viewpoints with yours and, and of course, you with theirs. It is not necessary to make this journey alone. Actually, the adventure of destiny is magnified when we're celebrating the differences of each other, diverse and those unique, extraordinary co-creators. If that adventurous, look, if that adventurous kinetic believer isn't in your life right now, then go and connect yourself with a spiritual mentor who will journey with you, align with you through unconditional love for you while championing you as you walk your life path. Belief that's shared in agreement, that's prayer. Now, prayer doesn't have to be religious. Prayer is the alignment of your positive energetics for your best life. Pray for the good advancement of your life with someone else who is also adhering to your uh, to the creative co-op of nothing missing, nothing broken, perfected health and prosperity and protection and happiness and joy. That's the advancing life. That was the intent, the good intent of your creator. And remember that, you know what, there is no such thing as failure. Throw that, cast that negative imagination down. Get it out of your vernacular. Only opportunities for strengthening our resolve by gaining observational wisdom should be in our vocabulary beliefs. As a kinetic believer, if we think something doesn't go our way, while our thoughts are aligned with our words, which are aligned with our actions, guess what? Realize that the thing that you thought you were wanting, like that big house, Megan, you mentioned a minute ago, and if it doesn't show up in your life and you've got that trifecta of beliefs going on, Guess what? The energetics were actually of that thing was not as they appeared. The natural appearance of all things, remember, that's just an illusion. The illusion is tested for its purity, for its positive energetics by you remaining steadfast to your expectations. The thing that you thought you wanted would have manifested with a hidden agenda if you'd made an exception regarding your article of faith. If it didn't show up like you hoped it would, either you feared it would not, or there were negative energetics surrounding that thing. Be grateful you didn't receive it, even though you thought you wanted it. As long as you had the trifecta of kinetic belief working, be grateful that it didn't show up because it was not for in your best interest. It actually was not in alignment with the heart's desire. I have a question. Yes. So... How do you know the difference between something that just hasn't shown up yet because you're still in the manifestation process and something that um, you're just not, that you're really in a sense being protected from because it's not your true heart's desire? 
to the first part of your question, remember, if you're willing to stand forever, you'll never wait for long. The kinetic energy of our beliefs attracts and it brings it in. It's always right on time. We see the manifestation. And so let's say, for example, your example is for perhaps it's a new car. Maybe you think you want the latest, greatest Mustang and it's a convertible. Try, try Maserati. You want a Maserati? Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you don't need a Maserati. Sure. What are you going to use a Maserati for? I'm going to drive it around. Okay. So you're waiting, you're waiting for a Maserati. Well, let's say you get the Mustang instead of the Maserati. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You were protected from it. No, the way that this... <laughs> you're, you were. <laughs> I was, I was protected your, from the Maserati. Your bank account Maserati. was protected. Yeah, we, we were collaborating in our beliefs This there. is getting deep. Uh, isn't it? <laughs> it's getting no. confusing. So what happens is, look, the kinetic believer, first of all, there's not, we don't put a time limit ever on what we're standing to believe for because it's part of our life. Yeah. It's already, we're grateful for it. We're expressing gratitude every day mm-hmm. for the Maserati, yeah. whether it's in the, the driveway or not. Mm-hmm. It's just become part of your holistic image and your viewpoint for yourself. Yeah. But let's say that the day comes where you're going to go shopping for the Maserati and you go out there and they say, oh, well, we don't make that car anymore. In fact, we've got this Mustang, which is better than a Maserati ever was, and you drive it and you go, oh my goodness, I had no idea. This is fabulous, fantastic. And you go home with the Mustang. Does that mean that you were uh, a failure at your kinetic belief? Absolutely not. Because you maintained the substance of your faith, the substance of your belief, Mm -hmm. which then manifested your actual heart's desire. The law of attraction is is 50% of the equation. And it's working in ways that you cannot, we cannot even begin to imagine to align like kind with like kind, the like kind that positive energetics of what is now available. That's going to bring you the ultimate happiness and joy in your life. So there's no bad. There's no good. A Maserati is a label. It's a definition for a thing, Mm. but the substance is like the house, the 7,000 square foot house. The definition of that may have been actually perfectly defined by a, 200 square foot cabin that you adore <laughs> that was actually meant for you. You just didn't know it. Right. But by maintaining your unwavering and not being double-minded and your expectation for the substance of that holistic place to live, mm-hmm. then the law of attraction brings the perfect thing into your life for you. I really love how you're, you're in a sense describing this really perfect, beautiful balance that we can achieve in life. The balance of, of believing for the good thing and being open to the new fresh possibilities, being open to um, the more than you can imagine scenario instead of limit even limiting ourselves to what we can imagine you know believe for the more which takes away sort of that legalistic approach to I'm manifesting this and I'm writing it down and it has to be this specific model and this specific type no I mean you're don't limit because it's always going to be better it's always going to be more on what you're believing right and if we're doing that if you are being dogmatic and saying this is the thing you're still catalog shopping you're still in the competitive world you're still going after the shiny thing rather than looking within and holistically imagining the blueprint for best life holistic belief i love that be grateful that you didn't receive the thing you started out believing for if it doesn't show up and something comes in its stead and keep journaling in your manifesting journal what it is that you expect for your life uh, to become optimistically happy and joyous and perfected in your health and, and, uh, and abundance and prosperity and all those things. Because here's the deal. If you're doing this correctly, it's always going to be greater and better than anything that we could have ever thought of or imagined. Even though we're imagining our way to the greater imagination.
imagination. The greater imagination is the super of the natural on our natural experience as, as co-creators. So there's always an abundance. There's always a treasure chest that when you open it up, it's going to expand the imagination to this greater substance and essence of life that, oh my goodness, it's a celebration of the abundance of the yet to be seen. If, it seems like a really dynamic point that you're making, that manifestation is a journey. It is not just point A to point B. It's this really beautiful journey and keeping your heart and your mind open for what's going to come for the unexpected good thing, for the spontaneous good thing, because most of the time it will be something beyond what you could imagine. And so seeing it as this journey and and, and pursuing it and, and go embarking on it really with this openness for the good thing that is better than you could imagine is so vital and really beautiful, right? I mean, isn't that a beautiful picture? It's so beautiful. And like you were saying earlier, we can't know all there is to know, mm-hmm. but we can know the one that does. Yes. yes. Holistically imagine our best lives and all that is good will surround us. The law of attraction can only conform with like kind. And the like kind is our expectations for the best of anything that's greater than we could think yeah. or imagine unconditionally love yourself and be authentic to yourself and continually journal your highest thought forms and desires in answer to the question, what do you want most in life? Direct all of your energetics toward manifesting those desires. Do you desire peace and prosperity? Do you desire happiness? Then remember that chasing those things comes with sorrow. If you're desiring the Maserati, chasing after that It'll always come with sorrow. All of those desires are located within us. And all of these things are now. They are in the present moment. Imagine to see yourself as fulfilled. And you are. Let, let's construct some highest viewpoints. Mm, yes. Let's affirm as some co-creators. Of these as co-creators. Feels like it's packing more of, of a punch today. Just <laughs> say this out loud. <laughs> And you know what, if you're listening right now, maybe maybe this is an occasion, this is an unction I just received, for you to not even say this out loud and just close your eyes and listen intently and adhere to and rely on the, the substance of these words to reconstruct your thought forms right now as we say these out loud. Say, I am responsible. I am responsible. For my present circumstances. For my present circumstances. For my future. For my future. No one can make me feel anything. No one can make me feel anything. Unless I allow them to. Unless I allow them to. What I'm experiencing right now today. What I'm experiencing right now today. Is a result of what I've been thinking about. Is a result of what I've been thinking about. Talking about. Talking about. And acting toward. And acting toward. I am the creator of my destiny. I'm the creator of my destiny. I take responsibility for my own life. I take responsibility for my own life. Because responsibility for my life. Because responsibility for my life. Was created within me. Was created within me. I unconditionally love God. I unconditionally love God. My creator. My creator. And I'm grateful for my highest viewpoint for life. And I'm grateful for my highest viewpoint for my life. The genius of my purpose. The genius of my purpose. Which I'm living right now. Which I'm living right now. I am one of a kind. I'm one of a kind. I'm worthy of prosperity. I'm worthy of prosperity. Of good health. Of good health. Happiness. Happiness. And joy. And joy. I know that I'm on my 
life path. I know that I'm on my life path. The correct one. The correct one. Because I'm aligned with my original purpose of genius. Because I'm aligned with my original purpose of genius. I'm unafraid and I expect the best from me. I'm unafraid and I expect the best for me. I came into this life. I came into this life. Destined for great things. Destined for great things. I'm experiencing great things. I'm experiencing great things. And I'll leave this world. And I will leave this world. When I'm ready to leave this world. <laughs> when I'm good and ready to leave this world. Uh, for even greater things. For even greater things. For which I'm grateful. For which I'm grateful. Wow. What a powerful episode. This was really fun. Just when I think that my uh, vision and ego of self can't get any bigger, <laughs> there, you, you take you, me there. You just enlarged. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Maggie, come back I'm down here. amazing. Get down Whoa. off that high horse, cowgirl. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> StephenCanyon.com <laughs> is the website. KineticBelief.com is yes. the... Uh, KineticBelief at StephenCanyon.com is the email address. And let's be honest. If there was ever a time when any of us had 100 days to work on a journal... It's right now. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Turn off the TV. Stop listening to all the negative stuff out there because it is con- uh, it's forming you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, take time, like Megan is saying, and just work on yourself. Yeah. Come out of this thing dynamic, yes. majestic, and aligned with your perfected path mm-hmm. for living this life successfully. And we do have a digital version of the 100-day guided manifestation journal that Stephen uh, personally wrote every single day and guides you through it. It's really beautiful. And I love the digital version because you can print it off one day at a time, a week at a time. You can put it on your iPad and use it that way. So many different uses for it. And then obviously you get to reuse it. You can just sort of start over when you get to day 100, manifest something new, something else. And you know what's really cool about the journal, though? Not only is it going to impactfully uh, just change your life. Mm-hmm. But as you go through the process, you, you're not going to feel like you need to be in a hurry because Megan, who is an artist, a painter, I might say, mm-hmm. she did, you did all the, the artwork for the, the Manifesting Journal. It's beautiful. It's a, and we get so many uh, compliments yeah. on the experience of, of uh, the artwork. It's, it's not repeated, and it's different throughout the entire book. Beautifully done. Well, and I'm going to throw that back to you, Steve, because I watched you write this, and I know for a fact that you absolutely poured every ounce of of your love for people, your desire to see them do well and to succeed in life and, and not to be like you, but to help them find that original source of self. I know you have such a passion for that. And it was so obvious that you poured that into this, into this journal. It's just, and it's really, it's, it's selling it short, I think, to call it a journal because it's really sort of this hybrid. It's sort of half book, half journal. It's, it's just fabulous. I, I love it. Half and half, because we're all in this together. We're a community of <laughs> yes. kinetic believers advancing yeah. our best lives. Love you guys, by yeah, the way. Everybody celebrating the diversity of all. Mm, absolutely. <sighs> well, let's go do something. Let's get out and hike around in the fog. Yes, need a hike. Let's get outside. Um, it's really cold, but I think that'll be fun. We have so. c- good coats and boots and everything. All right. Well, yeah, and thanks, Vincent, for sending in your question. Yeah, great, great email. Anybody else, if you'd like, got uh, something you'd like for us to discuss on a podcast, don't be bashful. Yeah. Don't be shy. Shoot us a line, connect, kinetic belief at stephencanyon.com. All right. Okay, thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.